guitar is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? Hope you are all keeping very well wherever you're tuning in. As I'm very aware, uh, especially recently, um, I delved into the statistics of the podcast there recently and I found that we have a very international audience who listens to the podcast. So, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in uh, wherever you may be. And yeah, for one, I don't think... Kind of Northern Irish is your native tongue, so I hope you're able to cut through my accent, by the way. <laughs> we have had some comments saying, we'll just slow down when you're talking, and you're talking too quick. And yeah, some people saying they need a translator for some of my podcasts. But hey, it is what it is. I am who I am. <laughs> Welcome along. Yes, we are the show for the piping folks. So hello to all of our brand new listeners. If you're only discovering the podcast now, where have you been? Where have you been? But hey, you couldn't have joined at a better time because it's oh, so much stuff happening in the piping world this last while. On our live show, our live radio show over on Fuse FM, Balamoney, we had an epic show this week. So yeah, at the very top of this week's podcast, I have to give a shout out to the guys from the Las Vegas Pipe Band. To Andy and Josh, who both joined us live in the studio. It was just awesome to have the guys there for two hours just talking nonsense about piping and drumming, asking questions about the piping scene in Vegas and all of that sort of stuff. Ah, it was just amazing to chat to the guys. So, yeah, who knows? I might actually bring that show to the podcast. I might actually do, like, uh, do you remember how we done it with Andrew from The Field Marshal? We might do a little clip show of that. If you guys are interested in that, let me know, because it was a great interview. It was a great, great show to have the guys on. And If anything, it was refreshing to hear another perspective, um, you know, from piping in a different country you know because normally i'm chatting to people from the uk and uh yeah it's really great to get you know some kind of outside opinions on things you know to how we do things here in the uk so it was fascinating talking to them so yeah that was a great show so hi to andy and josh from the las vegas pipe band and shout out to the guys in las vegas pipe band as well because i think most of the band was tuned in listening by the way so (laughs) shout out to you guys Right, well, here, speaking of shout-outs, let's give a shout-out to our patrons. Yes, we get we do this in each and every episode, so a special shout-out goes to Jeremy Downs, Brandon Moreno, and, of course, the House of Piping. You guys are awesome! And if you want to become a patron, you can. You can go and check out our Patreon page, where you can go and check out all the full details. And there's all sorts of different perks and stuff yeah, I'm not going to go into it, but yeah, you can go and check it out, our Patreon page is there, it exists, you can go and help support the show and support what we do. Right, let's get into it, we've got some listener mail. Now, on last week's podcast, I did kind of complain about not having any listener mail, uh, really, to talk about, well, I had maybe one or two, but... um. Yeah, I think I've been inundated with listener mail <laughs> since I was complaining, so... apologies to everyone who I'm not going to read out uh, on the podcast this week, but suffice to say, 
a ton of you emailed in with all sorts of amazing suggestions for topics of the week, uh, for giving a shout out to someone who's making the journey to Glasgow, all that kind of cool stuff, and so yeah, I'm just not going to be able to squeeze it in. The, the, uh, yeah, the podcast is long form, yes, but I do try to keep it to about a maximum of an hour. So, yeah, sorry guys, I'm not going to sit and read three emails for ages, so apologies. But, yeah, I will get through some listener mail right here. There's a few emails that caught my eye. I have to give a special shout out to Joe Schreiber. Hey Joe, apparently you're a piper with the Chicago Highlanders Pipes and Drums. So I have to give you a bit of a shout out. Now this was emailed in, of course... By your lovely better half, Julie. And she says, Please give my husband a shout out on the podcast. He listens to your show each and every week and is a big fan of the show. He actively laughs out loud with the headphones on and I know just what he's listening to. So, awesome. (laughs) Hi, Joe. Thanks a million for tuning in, pal. And yeah, best to you and the Chicago Highlanders. I've actually seen quite a few of the videos now from Chicago Highlanders Pipe Band and yeah, some great music being produced there. So, yeah, fantastic stuff. So, hello Joe. How are you? Hope you're enjoying the podcast. And please do, tell your friends. You know, get more people tuning in and sending us in mails and stuff. That'd be awesome. Anyway, we have more listener mail. And uh, one has come in from Ailey. Hello Ailey, the piping quine. Yeah, see I'm pronouncing it right Ailey, and you're proud of me. <laughs> Grant, she was talking about last week's podcast. She says, hey Rob, interesting podcast on travelling with instruments. Not bother. She says, I don't have any horror stories travelling internationally with my instruments yet, as the only travelling I've done has been for multiple trips to the Alps for gigs. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, but we have always travelled by train, which has been trouble-free. Well, that's it with the train, you're not going to get much trouble. She says, however, this topic has been in her head for a few weeks now because her Kaylee band that she plays with has just landed some gigs in Uganda. Uganda? Wow. That's quite a distance away. So and this is in November this year. And she said she's nervous about uh, the well-being of the instruments. Wow, that's a trip and a half, really. Yeah. So she says there, we have to fly via Turkey, where security is currently very tight. And they have placed even tighter restrictions on what can be taken in the cabin in the past few months. Yeah, I can just imagine... So she would, she said here here she would be taking her Fred Morrison reel pipes and a mandolin, and will also be travelling with a fiddle and a bass guitar. The drummer hopefully will be able to hire a drum kit. That's fine, uh, out there and not have to take one with him. Thank goodness. Uh, I have a flight case for the mandolin, which will have to be checked in. So hopefully. That will be okay. Well, I hope that will be okay. Hopefully it'll make it in one piece. Uh, Been looking at different cases, however, for my pipes. But can't decide whether to go for a fully rigid case in case they have to go in the hold. Or get more of a rucksack style semi-rigid one with the hope that blending more into conventional hand baggage, they might be happier for me to keep them with me. That's a good point, actually. Tough call. Really tough call. That's one I'll throw out to the listeners of the podcast. What would you do? Would you get one of these hard cases and you know and try and take it on as hand baggage or would you go for one of the more rucksacky ones and then take the risk of possibly being told you have to check your bag? Yeah, good yeah, I really don't know. 
So she's also going to have to look into any restrictions in these countries and airlines with instruments. Also Blackwood. Are there any issues about taking African Blackwood back into Africa? Who knows? And that's a very good point. Who knows? I really don't know. (laughs) That's a good question. I think it's probably pretty likely that security staff at the Ugandan airport won't have seen a bellow-blown reel pipes before. Yes, I dare say you're correct there. They'll probably go, what is this contraption? So, (laughs) she says, anyway, lots of research to be done, and fingers crossed we won't have any issues, but I may have some travel horror stories for you in the next few months. Ailey, I really hope you don't have any horror stories. I hope it goes really well for you. And if anything, I'll throw it out there to you guys on the podcast. Podcast listeners, email me in your advice, and I'll certainly read it out here in the podcast. Yeah, buying a hard case almost in my experience, is inviting baggage handlers to treat it like crap. <laughs> you know, that's been my experience um, with just going on the likes of package holidays and stuff, you know, going to the sunshine. If you get one of those hard, you know, hard shell cases, I've seen baggage handlers actively just kick them across the room, you know, and just, ah, they're hard wearing, you know, if I hit this, a kick, it'll not do any damage. So, that's kind of like a, a green light to treat your bag like dirt. Whereas if it's kind of a more of a soft shell kind of design, you know they might treat it a little bit more gingerly. I don't know. I honestly don't know. And it is one of those things that if you do get one of those rucksack kind of versions, and then suddenly you're told, "Nah, see those really delicate set of small pipes you have there? We need you to crunch those in underneath everyone else's holiday baggage." Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I really don't know. And I guess the advice that Pipestrums.com give on their website is pretty good. Uh, Well, they ask you, check with your airline. So if you know who you're going to be flying with and you're going to try to avoid any problems beforehand, try and contact them. Either send them an email or phone them, excuse me, something like that. Try and get in touch with them and find out, are you going to have a problem? You know, are you going to be asked to check your bag when you really don't want to? Hmm, food for thought. I don't think we've seen the end of this traveling with your instruments problem, but I'm sure all of you guys are going to be traveling now, coming up soon. The world is just around the corner. So, yeah, please do make your preparations uh, well in advance. I don't want any nasty surprises for anyone traveling internationally, uh, especially if you're bringing pipes or drums over with you. Yeah, get yourselves well prepared for any eventuality. Yeah, it can be uh, a bit of a shock, as we've heard on last week's podcast, if you're suddenly told to check your bag into the hold, along with everyone else's stuff, and possibly have your instrument ruined. Hmm. You don't want that, because that's the whole reason you're coming to Scotland, is to play the dang thing, you know? Anyway, let's get to it. Let's get to some piping news, as we always do here in the podcast. We have got loads as always, to talk about. We're right in the thick of it now. We're near into the end of the piping season. Can you believe it already? Even when I say it out loud, it doesn't seem true. It's just not fair, is it? The calendar's went way too quick. But let's talk about this past weekend. Of course, I'm going to be talking about the Ulster Championships that happened in Antrim. Now, all the talk about the venue and the day itself... I'll leave for a little bit. I'll First of all, I'll go through the results. Who were our winners? Starting off with the drum majors. Novice Ulster champion was Lewis Anderson of the Crozier Memorial. Junior Ulster champion was Jamie Couples of October. Juvenile champion was Catherine McKeown of Battle Hill. And adult champion 
was Jason Price of Rivera. There you have it. That was our drum majors. So it's around this time of year the drum majors are just starting to juke it out ahead of the big one. And as we can see now, with for the adults especially, it's between Alicia and Jason. Uh, Jason Price there of Rivera and Alicia of Matt Boyd Memorial. The two of them seem to be, you know, I'll win it one week, you win it the next. So it's, oh, it's really interesting stuff. You know, it's going to be really cool to see how things unfold rolling in towards the big game. So let's get on to the bands. Grade 4B. The drumming and the first place went to Grancha. Now, congratulations, Grancha. What a run. If any of you haven't seen the run yet, go and check it out. I think there are videos available of Grancha Pipe Band at the Ulster Championships. These guys, they played for it. Wow. I tell you what, they really wanted it. You know, you can tell just by a performance of a band if, you know, they're playing just going through the motions or if they really want to lift that prize. And that's the impression I got from Grancha. Wow, go and check them out. Those guys were playing with a purpose. Now, Grade 4A, normal service has been resumed. St Mary's, Derry Trasna. Yes, and they lifted the drumming title as well. St Mary's are on a roll. What a season St Mary's, Derry Trasna are having. So, congratulations guys. Still in winning form. There you are, congratulations. So, Grade 3B, again, normal service has been resumed. The Quinn Memorial. Yes, the mighty Quinn have lifted the drumming title and the top spot as well. So, well done everyone there at the Quinn. Back in winning ways. Grade 3A went to... The band who's always fun to say, Marlacu. Yeah, and they lifted the drumming title as well. And Marlacu actually had another really great run. You should go and check them out too. Marlacu, fantastic, fantastic at the weekend. You should go and check them out. So yeah, totally deserved the top spot and the drumming title as well. It was very, very musical. Fantastic stuff. Grade 2 went to Klaus Kelt this weekend. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of thinking uh, Manor Cunningham, who were kind of in a bit of a role as far as a winning streak or, you know, winning in general. Yeah, they thought Manor Cunningham would maybe just kind of walk in there and lift the top spot. But no, went to Klaus Kelt. So, hey, congratulations, Klaus Kelt. But the drumming, however, did go to Manor Cunningham. So Manor Cunningham lifted the drumming title, but Klaus Kelt managed to beat them to the top spot. So, yeah, it's all happening in Grade 2, coming into the last half of the season. Interesting stuff. There we go. Now, Grade 1. Yeah, we live-streamed all of Grade 1, as always, on our Facebook page, and... Great one was a bit of a mixed bag, I'll be honest. A lot of people had some very positive things to say, but also people had some very negative things to say. And, yeah, well, we know what it's like. You know, some people, you know, can really dislike something, but uh, I don't know if all of the negative comments were warranted in some case. Uh, you know, I thought in myself, I thought the bands who were performing on the day sounded fantastic. But, hey-ho. Who am I? <laughs> you can go and check it out. They're all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. All of the performances, both the MSR and the medley performances. Uh, so on the day, who was our Ulster champion? Blairy and District. Blairy lifted it. Yeah, plus they lifted the drumming title as well. Now, the story of the weekend for me had to have been seeing Mr. Eric Ward back in charge at the back line of Blairy and District. Man, it just made my weekend. Such a big stupid smile on my face seeing Eric in the back line there at Balearian District. So welcome back Eric. So chuffed to see you back. Especially after you've had that little a bad run of health there mate. So 
Fantastic to see you back. That's not to take it away from Cameron, however. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's done a stellar job, but it is just awesome to see the legend that is Eric Ward back at the back line of Bleary. And hey, lifted an Ulster title for his trouble, so not bad, eh? There you go. Right, let's talk about it. The venue. This was the talk of the weekend. A lot of people either, it was kind of like Marmite, some people loved it. Ah, oh, fantastic surroundings, really great venue, really easy to get to. And other people hated it. Ah, oh, some people really had some vile, <laughs> some vile comments to say about this place. They said, oh, you're treating band members with contempt. The place was just terrible. Uh, people who were doing security at the venue were like, I don't know, they were, uh, they were just awful. It's, I don't know, man, it was... I didn't go to the event myself, I wasn't there in person, so I can't comment myself, but I have heard so much talk about the parking. Apparently, there was no on-site parking, yet there was a shuttle bus. You had to go and park somewhere, you know, pretty far away from the venue and then get bussed in. Now, if you're travelling with a big bass drum, or maybe even a couple of snares or stuff, you know what I mean? If you're travelling with a bunch of instruments and have to get onto a shuttle bus, packed full of other band members... You know, it can be a bit cumbersome. You know what I mean? So perhaps that's what rubbed people up the wrong way and they weren't happy about it. But it is what it is. That was the venue it was organised at and that was the place they were given and they had to make the best of it. But I think by all accounts, the championships themselves were very successful. I think, uh, you know, there was a big turnout by all of the bands, of course. It is kind of seen as an unofficial major. It is one championship that all the bands do want to try and get their hands on. Because you get a little shiny medal home with you, saying Ulster champion. And, you know, it's kind of cool. Do you know what I mean? But as somebody commented on our live show, they're saying it's in an odd place in the calendar. And I have to be inclined to agree with them. The Ulster Championship being sandwiched right now, it's just strange. It's odd. For me, the Ulster Championship always used to happen, uh, you know, near around the tail end of the season. But I think it's just whatever way competitions fall now, you're lucky to get them squeezed in. So, I don't know. A different possible venue for this event uh, for the Ulster Championships. Possibly my favourite venue for the Ulsters was Newcastle. Newcastle County Down. Wow. I love that venue. But I, and I don't know any bands, man or woman out there who don't love that venue. But it's all to do with district councils and investment of money and uh, all of that sort of stuff. So I'm not going to get into all of that. But suffice to say, a lot of people, bandsmen and women in Northern Ireland weren't happy about the event on Saturday, saying the venue was terrible. And, uh, I don't know, I don't know. A possible change could be on the horizon, I think. Who knows? But the future of the Ulster Championships could be changing. You never know, you never know. We'll have to keep our ear to the ground on that one. Now, on to further piping news. As we were talking about the Ulsters, of course, just around the corner is the next major. It's this weekend. Can you believe it? Yes! It's time for Dumbarton, the Scottish Championships this weekend. Oh man, this is going to be so exciting because this is the last chance bands have to duke it out amongst themselves before the big one. So this is the last proper big run out that they can get before they finally hit the circle in Glasgow. So, so, so interesting. Now I have refrained from giving my predictions etc so far until after this. 
Once this happens, the Scottish Championships, I'll be putting all my eggs in one basket and we'll be doing a predictions podcast. And then you can all laugh at me (laughs) once I get it dreadfully wrong. But yeah, the Scottish Championships. Let's break it down first of all, grade by grade, see what we have in front of us. Grade 4B, we've got 28 bands. A huge grade. So, of course, they're going to have it in two qualifying heats and they're breaking it down to a final of 12. So, if you finish in the top five out of 28 bands, I'll take my hat off to you. But then again, it's a good warm-up whenever you're looking at Glasgow because Grade 4B at the World Championships this year is just ridiculously huge. So, this is kind of a good trial run. You know, for bands to be able to push for qualification in the first point and then try to win a prize in the final. So, hey, best of luck everyone there in Grade 4B. 28 bands. That's not a small grade. Grade 4A, you have 19 bands. So again, not a bad grade. Grade 3B, you have 16. You have Grade 3A, you have 20 bands. Now, 20 is quite a big number. I actually thought they were going to run a qualifying heat for Grade 3A. Um, you know, maybe run it in two heats of 10 bands and then a final. But no, they didn't. They decided to go with all in one sitting. So do you know who I feel sorry for there? I feel sorry for the judges. <laughs> Listening to 20 bands and then trying to pick one winner, that's not a small job. You know, like that's a big, big grade. 20 bands... Uh, yeah so good luck to the judges on that one as well as the bands of course big grade there 20 bands also let's look at grade 2 we have 16 in grade 2 and a lot happening in grade 2 at the moment especially with Coskelt lifting the Ulster there and Manor yeah Manor Cunningham doing quite well they're still lifting the drumming title <clears throat> excuse me but yeah you know a lot can happen of course we have Glasgow Sky and all in there Ach, I would just sit here and bands Loman and Clyde so many great bands there in Grade 2 who could possibly lift the top spot. Grade 2, as I said at the start of the season, is possibly going to be one of the most interesting grades this year. And it hasn't proven me wrong. It has been very, very interesting so far. So, <clears throat> looking forward to the Scottish. Can't wait to see how it all shakes down. Right, Grade 1, we have 14. As kind of expected, we kind of thought it would be in around the 14-15 mark. So there we are. We have all the big guns in there at Grade 1. Gunning it out for the Scottish. Now, of course, looking at predictions for the Scottish Championships, it's hard to know. At the moment, it's looking like it's between Inverary and Field Marshal. They're juking it out between the two of them for the top spot. I'm going to be completely biased. And I'll tell you who I want to win. (laughs) It's not who I think is going to win, but who I want to win. I would love a dark horse to slip in there someone we haven't heard from yet you know in that top two spot i would love to see either shots dip in there and lift the top spot maybe even bog all or even especially st lawrence atul you know they could on any given weekend they could lift the top prize so hey do you never know this weekend could be their weekend Because we've had a number of weeks now where bands have been burrowed away in their band halls practicing away like crazy you never know. Things could turn. You know what I mean? For some of these bands who haven't featured in the top two yet. So it's anybody's. It really is. So, <clears throat> yeah. If I could say who I want to win, who I would love to see go and lift the top spot, I would love to see Shots get it. I would love to see Shots lift the top spot there because it would really put the cat amongst the pigeons. And say, whoa, what just happened? 
or as you know the band that everyone loves would love to see bog hall get it <laughs> you know or even st lawrence you know st lawrence could definitely step up and lift that top spot so you know it's anyone's really although to be fair probably if it was going to put any money on it it would be between the field marshal and inverary you know some one of those two magnificent bands is probably going to deserve the title you know you couldn't take it away from them but uh i would love just from a spectator's point of view i would love to see someone else lift it because then it was like oh do you know what i mean and then that makes the world championships all the more interesting because now you have three possible winners. And who do you pick? <laughs> ah, that would be so good, wouldn't it? But hey, it's all happening this weekend in Dumbarton. Best of luck to absolutely everyone who's heading to Dumbarton to compete. And yeah, if you're not going at all and you can't make it to sunny Dumbarton, uh, yeah, feel free. You can join us on our live stream. We'll be live streaming all of Grade 1, hopefully. And as well as those all-important results. Yeah, if we can cover any other grade at all on the day, we'll do our very best. But I think, yeah, capturing all of grade one is enough of a job in itself. <laughs> so, so yeah, we will do what we can on the day. So you can check it out on the Big Rab Show Facebook page, as always. <clears throat> right, other piping news. Away from competitions, but not quite. The World Championship draw. Of course you guys heard the podcast where I ran through the draw myself and give you kind of a live impression of it as I click the open button. Well, now they have finally published the times. I didn't notice this the first time round. The first time they published the draw, they didn't actually publish the playing times. So bands knew where they fell in the playing order, but some bands didn't know what time they were playing. So they've finally rectified this. The timings for everything on the final day on the Saturday, everything's been published. It's all finalised. It's all up there now. So go and check that out. It's on the RSPBA website. Times, listings, everything's now been finalised. It's all there. So now you can prepare accordingly. There you go. Now, pipesdrums.com have been crazy busy this last while and some of the articles they're producing on their website are just simply incredible now that's not the shameless plug by any means i haven't been paid to say that but yeah pipesdrums.com have been producing some really interesting material you should go and check them out now recently they have been releasing some exclusive excerpts from bill livingston's new book now we talked about it on last week's show where bill is going to be launching his memoirs Finally, after so many years of writing them and putting them all together, the book entitled Preposterous Tales to Follow is being released on August the 10th. Now, PipesDrums.com have been releasing exclusive little excerpts from the book. Go and read them. I can't stress enough. Go and check it out. This book is going to be... I can't... I don't know. The last time I got this excited about something, it was whenever Field Marshal released their album Impact. Now, for those of you who went out and bought a copy, yeah, you can see just how awesome an album it is. You know, now you have it in your hands, you can listen to the thing. It's just amazing. Trust me, this book from Bill Livingston, you're going to want to get a copy of this bad boy because uh, reading the excerpts itself, it's so good. So good. Uh, yeah. Go and check it out. It's on pipesdrums.com. Go and check it out. So I think at the minute they've released two different excerpts from the book. You're going to want to check this out. Trust me. 
So all very exciting, all ahead of August the 10th and the big book launch, all of the details I'm sure I'm going to be talking about later in the podcast because I'm sure you've read the title of what we're going to be talking about this week. So, but yeah, that's on August 10th. Now, Pipe Idol 2017, all very exciting, has just announced its lineup. Yeah, for those of you who may have missed this because this was kind of kind of slipped in under the radar, I think. Uh, the competition itself is for pipers and pipers under the age of 21. Well, age 21 and under. I did ask, what if you are 21, can you still compete? And I said, yeah. <laughs> so, at the time I was telling everyone to get your entries in, you had to submit a uh, like an audition tape, almost. And then judges uh, went through all the auditions and selected the following people to take part. Now they're from all over the world and it's fantastic. And these guys are all aged under 21. I have to stress that. Now what they have to do to compete in each of one of these events, they have to play an MSR, a hornpipe and jig and a medley selection. Now, (laughs) these are young kids. You know, that's three different sets, all of big tunes. Wow, I took my hat out to them. Like Whenever I was that age, I was lucky if I could remember my two MSRs or whatever, you know, that I had to play with the band. So these guys are doing their own solo thing and submitting all of that. Well done, first of all, especially to the guys who made the cut and made it to the Pipe Idol competition themselves. Well done, guys. So actually making it to the heats itself is almost an achievement in itself. Never mind actually making it to the final. So let's talk about the heats first of all. Now these run through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. All the way through Pipe and Live Festival. So let's get through the list of names. Bobby Allen from Scotland kicks things off in Pipe Idol on the Monday. And then we have Josh Chandler from Australia. John Drew from Scotland. Brody Watson Massey from Scotland. So that's, yeah... Pretty Scotland heavy there on Monday, apart from one dude from Australia. So, yeah, best of luck, everyone. On the Tuesday, more of an international flavour. We have Alistair Donaghy from Northern Ireland. Go on, Alistair! Yeah! I'm not being biased at all. Uh, <laughs> Timothy Dudley from New Zealand. And Finley Frame from Scotland. Robbie McIsaac from Scotland. There you are. So that's on the Tuesday. On the Wednesday, the heats are Ryan Couples Mendes from Northern Ireland. And then Craig Davidson from Scotland, uh, Christopher Haps from Scotland, and then Lewis MacDonald from New Zealand. Awesome. That's quite a good day there, actually, on Wednesday. Yeah, we're checking out. Right. On the Thursday, at the Pipe and Life Festival Pipe Idol competition, we have James Dyson from Canada, Kean Johnson from Germany, Ali McLean from Scotland and Lewis Russell from Scotland. So quite a mixed bag there of nationalities, plus quite a few names in there that I've already heard before from the solo circuits. These guys are kind of pretty well known in the you know the solo piping scene. So hey, best of luck because that title of being pipe idol, it's not to be sneezed at. You know, it's really competitive. You know, it's not by any means a sideshow during the Pipe and Life Festival. For a lot of people, it's actually the focus. <laughs> you know, so Pipe Idol 2017 is going to be a very exciting event. Definitely one to check out. Now, let's get on to the Blackthorn Piping Society here in Northern Ireland. Yes, they have just announced the start of their lineup. Of course, when the piping season is on, the Blackthorn Piping Society takes a break. Because, yeah, these guys are obviously involved in all the bands. So, yeah. (laughs) 
Let's get to it. They've announced that they're kicking things off again on the 20th of September with the Field Marshal Montgomery Piper, Ashley McMichael. Now, what a way to kick things off. Wow, not bad at all. So this is also going to be featuring uh, a new thing. I think this is brought in for this year. They're going to be featuring a Blackthorn Junior Piper with each event. And kicking things off in September is Samantha Samantha Coburn. So, hey, I don't know actually who Samantha plays for. So I'm going to have to do a little bit of digging to try and find out who you play for, Samantha. But, hey, fantastic to be the Blackthorn Junior Piper of the Month there in September. Congratulations. And if anything... I'm looking forward to it. I would love to get down to the Blackthorn event sometime and check it out because I've been talking about it now for so long and I've just never been. I'm going to have to have a look at this. So that's kicking off in Belfast on the 20th of September. Get that into your diary now if you do plan to go to it. Everything kicks off again on the 20th, 20th of September. So I think the launch event is going to be kind of special. Right. Jim Kilpatrick, the legend that is Mr. Jim Kilpatrick. If you don't know who if you don't know who he is, then why are you listening to the podcast? <laughs> you seriously don't know who Jim Kilpatrick is? He is the drumming legend. Yes, well, recently Jim has retired. He hasn't been competing this year at all. He has hung up the sticks. Or has he? <laughs> because Jim has just announced something pretty special. Yeah, and really exciting. During the Pipe and Live Festival this year, Jim is actually going to be holding a bit of a side event. Now, this is away from Pipe and Live. It's not part of the official lineup. It's kind of something like uh, Drumming for Drinks. Drumming for Drinks is also another massive event that's held during the time of the Pipe and Live Festival, but it isn't part of the festival itself. So, shut up, Rab. What's Jim doing? Jim is going to be holding a masterclass. And this is going to be held in Todd's Bar at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow on the 10th of August. Everything's happening on the 10th of August, have you noticed that? <laughs> so Jim is holding this masterclass at Todd's Bar on the 10th of August. And doors open at 11am. Now, what makes this event special, Not no, well, not only do you get a, a masterclass with such a drumming legend as Mr. Jim Kilpatrick, but... Now, this was a huge selling point for some of the people on our Facebook page. The event was free. Yes, free. Free! Free! Free is my favourite word. You can turn up. All you have to do, 11am, walk in there with your sausage roll or whatever and your cup of tea. And, hey, Jim, uh, teach me how to play some Rallamacuse, please. Do you know? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's what it's about. It's free. A chance to learn... From the living legend, Mr. Jim Kilpatrick, totally for free as he gives a masterclass at Todd's Bar. How awesome is this? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> Whew. So completely for free. And yeah, I am definitely, if I was going to be in Glasgow, I would be all over this. Yeah, if anything, I would be there from about 9am that morning knocking the door. Let me in. Let me in, Jim. I'd be one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very exciting. Happening on the 10th of August, doors open at 11 at Todd's Bar. That's definitely going to be worth checking out. Now, as I said, a bunch of people have already been starting to message in and text us into our live show on Fuse FM about predictions for the World Championships. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't think we're in the position yet where we can start predicting things. 
Yeah, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, Rob, what do you think about maybe grade two? Or what about 3A? Who do you think is going to lift 3A? Do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to answer all your questions and I am going to dedicate an entire podcast about World Championship predictions. We will do a World Championship warm-up podcast where I will run off all of my predictions, who I think is going to lift the top spot. Possible dark horses who could maybe jump in and lift it away from the odds-on favourites. All of that. But that's all to come after the Scottish Championships this weekend. So much can happen this weekend. Everything can change. All that we have seen so far this season can all turn on its head this weekend. Now, I have seen it happen before countless times and this is why i'm saying it now because i know loads of people who actually went into bookies and you know say hey i want to put 20 quid on whoever to win this at the world championships and you know the bookies take the bet and then scottish championships come around and that band that they've just placed a bet on has a disaster and they're really bad and then they're freaking out then. <laughs> the rest of the day, oh no, my money's not going to pay. So, you know, yeah, it's one of those things. The Scottish Championships is such an important championship in the calendar. It always is. The last major before the Worlds is always the big one that everyone is going to be watching with a magnifying glass. So, we will be doing the same on the Rab Show podcast and our live show as well. Please do join us on our live stream on our Facebook page because, yeah, we'll be covering all of Grade 1, all of that dead interesting stuff that you guys will be wanting to hear, all the tone and the kind of little subtle changes that perhaps some of the Grade 1 bands have introduced to kind of just tweak things a little, just, you know, just nudge it, nudge it that way to hopefully whenever they hit Glasgow, things are singing for them. So, yeah, it's going to be so interesting this weekend. Ah, yeah. So join us on our Facebook page as we live stream the whole thing. We're going to be there joining you all. Join the conversation. I love it when people comment on the videos and stuff as we watch, uh, you know, to hear people's thoughts. You know, what do you think of the performances? Just comment along saying, yeah, yeah, the hot on early chanter there, or somebody missed a break, or, you know, this is amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, there you go. Join us on our Facebook page. This Saturday for the live stream from the Scottish. It's going to be all sorts of interesting. Right. It's time for me to go and make myself a big giant mug of tea. Ah, it's that time of the week again. Looking to book more gigs? Or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work. House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information, a link to your website and audio-video recordings, all with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount. Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow and get piping. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. 
Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07719231402. Pipe Band Hub, promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. It's time for the topic of the week. Hi, so <laughs> we're going to be talking about piping live, in case it just isn't obvious enough. The title of the podcast always kind of gives it away, doesn't it? Right, well, what I have here in front of me, I'm doing visual things on a podcast. I've got the little pamphlet that you get for piping live each year. And what I'm going to be doing is giving you my picks. Now, these are not the picks that are pointed out to you in the pamphlet by the people by who run Pipe and Live and they tell you, oh, here's our select picks for the day. No, these are mine. These are the ones that I think are going to be ultra interesting and possibly not the same as what the ones the Pipe and Live people are telling you to go to. So, hey, this is completely unbiased, of course. This is just my opinion. You guys could possibly say that I'm totally wrong and there's all sorts of different events that you want to go to. So, you can join me, actually. If you're listening to the podcast and you're on a computer or if you're on your phone or whatever, go and check it out. The, you can go and download this pamphlet now, just as I've done, and you can go and check the full lineup for Pipe and Live. Such an amazing festival. I have to say that. Like, it's won so many awards for being an amazing festival. And it's running all the way from 7th to the 13th of August. Big, big, big piping festival. It's such a massive time of year. And as I've explained to some people before, it's my Christmas. <laughs> you know, it is. It's my Christmas. I live for this time of year. And it's just the best. Some of the best piping and drumming and traditional music and Celtic music from all around the world all come to one place. And they're all there in the one week. And it's just heaven. It really is. If you haven't been to piping live... You have to go. I can't stress it enough. Yeah, if you have the capability at all of making it to the Pipe and Live Festival, and you're anyways a Pipe and Fan, this is a pilgrimage. This is a, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is like, uh, how can I liken this to? Uh, hmm. Rece- say you're a Guns N' Roses fan. Do you know the way recently they have just reformed? And they, ha- I think they're calling their new tour Not In This Lifetime kind of thing and they're now the original lineup and if you don't go and see them now you may never see them again that kind of so it's really important to go well for us piping fans we're so lucky we get this every year and without fail every single year this just gets bigger and bigger and better and better and just whenever you think ah well that's it i can't top this and that's exactly what I thought last year. To be honest, once I was reporting on Pipe and Live last year on our live radio show on Fuse, I said publicly on the air, I said, well, I dare say next year is not going to be as big. Well, I was wrong. 
<laughs> I was completely wrong. I honestly thought last year's festival was huge with so many big names. And the events themselves were just incredible and drew such large crowds. I honestly thought that this year's festival couldn't match up. I just thought, no, nah, nothing can top this. Well, I am proven wrong. Whenever I look at this pamphlet, I am just... Ah, oh, kid on Christmas. Now, of course, Pipe and Live Festival runs for that whole week during, yeah, as I call it, Pipe and Live Week, uh, World's Week, and has all venues all throughout the city. So they give you a little handy map, actually, which is, is quite useful. Because um, especially when you're going to be running from one venue to the next, to the next, to the next, you're going to want to know which direction you're running. So, of course, you have the National Piping Centre, you have the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall, you have uh, Dry Gate, you have St. Luke's, you have George Square, of course, which is the main hub for everything, Pipe and Live. Uh, you have Five Ways at Buchanan Street, which I'm not sure what that is, actually. I guess a new venue. You have the College of Piping, of course. You have the Clasp, you have Waxy O'Connors and Kelvin Hall. So you have all these different venues all across Glasgow. Definitely go and check out any one of these venues at all, especially if they don't make my pick list. All right, Rab, enough advertising for Pipe and Live. We know how awesome it is. What's my picks? Let's kick things off with the Monday. Now, things on Monday for me are kind of quiet. Yeah, they are kind of quiet. And I say that honestly. Um, there's not much really happening. There's a few things on the Monday that do draw my attention. Uh, so number one, of course, is the launch of Pipe Idol. You can go and check that out. That's at the Street Cafe. And, yeah, that's kicking off a half three at the Street Cafe. So that could be one to get to. But, you know, if you're starting things off on Monday morning, where do you want to go to? Well, nothing really starts. Well, you have the master solos, but that's, yeah, for me being a total drummer, it's the master solos of Peabrook. Now, uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to get lots of slagging for this. But... Peabrook sometimes is one of those things that I love to watch at the Glymphitic. I haven't ever watched it anywhere else. So maybe I could go and see this out of interest. You know? But, hey, I don't know. It's not for me. And that's just my own opinion. Later in the day, however, is the Master Solos piping and it's the MSR. Now that's kicking off at 5 at the National Piping Centre. Now that is going to be pretty well worth watching, I think. So my pick, I have two picks of the day, actually. Um, starting at 1pm, Pipe Band of the Day, and that's going to be at the College of Piping, and it's going to be featuring the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Now if you haven't seen these guys yet, the National Youth Pipe Band are just fantastic. We play a lot of their stuff on our live show and yeah they've recently just recorded another album which they haven't given any details about the release yet uh but i'm all over that hopefully <laughs> with a bit of luck i would love to get my hands on it um but yeah the national youth pipe band of scotland are going to be featured as the pipe band of the day on monday and that's going to be in the college of piping now in St. Luke's. Now, this is a new venue, I think. Uh, they're going to be holding an event called Miguel, the Music of Fraser Shaw. Now, all sorts of amazing. For those of you who know Fraser Shaw, was, of course, an amazing composer of notes. So, join, it says here, join the Islay Sessioners as they celebrate the music and culture of Islay and the tunes of Fraser Shaw. Now, yeah, this is going to be one to get to. This kicks off at 7.30pm, so there is your evening entertainment on the Monday. And from what I can understand, it's a session. 
So you can turn up, have a few pints and sit and mingle with the musicians as you sit and chat all about the tunes. It's, yeah, that's going to be an amazing event. A real slow, nice, well-paced kick-off to Piping Live, I feel. But let's rattle straight through to Tuesday, will we? Now, Tuesday's a little more different. Things are starting starting to ramp up right about now. Now, I have tried to work this in order so you can hit these events as they happen. So, <laughs> bear with me. Uh, you might be having to get your running shoes on. Starting with George Square at 12 midday. Yeah, 12 o'clock midday in George Square. The pipe band performance will be New York Metro Pipe Band from the USA. Now, just after them at 12.40 is Midlothian Scottish Pipe Band. Could be worth a catching. If you're still enjoying things at George Square, you can hang on. You can stay and catch Auckland and District from New Zealand. And that's happening at 1.20. However, that would mean that you would miss the Pipe Band of the Day performance at the College of Piping. And that is... What do you hear? Police Scotland Fife. Ooh! Boom! You're going to want to catch these guys. The College of Piping, 1pm, tickets are a fiver, and that's on the Tuesday, the 8th of August, Pipe Band of the Day, Police Scotland Fife. Wow! You can't get much better than that, and for a fiver, not bad. So, yeah, start things off of the day, 12 o'clock with New York Metro, uh, maybe Midlothian Scottish, depending on how fast you can run, and then run up to the College of Piping at 1pm and you'll catch Police Scotland Fife on stage. Wow. And then things kick off again at George Square at a quarter to three in the afternoon. Depends again how fast you can run back again. <laughs> because the Robert Malcolm Memorial and the Simon Fraser University hit George Square. So that's going to be worth catching because a lot of people haven't heard Robert Malcolm this year, myself included. I think I maybe caught one recording of them so far. And if anything, sounded really great. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah that would be one to catch actually. I would love to hear Robert Malcolm. But of course, who doesn't want to see SFU? So Simon Fraser playing there at the quarter to three in George Square on the Tuesday. Now... Your day's not done, because of course we're just into the early afternoon. What's it going to be our evening entertainment? Of course it has to be the International Quartet Competition. Yeah, this event just rolls on every year and it's just ever popular. Tickets are about 16, 17 odd pounds thereabouts. And yeah, you're going to want to go and catch this. Eight of the top bands have submitted their own piping champions to be participants in this year's uh, international quartets. So you have bands represented from Inverary, Simon Fraser, Field Marshal Boghall, 78th Fraser Highlanders, Toronto Police, Dauco Triumph Street and Auckland and District. So, yeah, you talk about a bit of an international flavour, as they say, for the international quartet competition. That's going to be worth a shout right there. 730 at the Strathclyde Suite in the Royal Concert Hall. That's going to be worth checking out, I think. So that's your Tuesday. In case you aren't knackered already, if you manage to get any sleep on the Tuesday night, after that, the International Quartets, let's roll into the Wednesday. Alright. Things on the Wednesday, for me, personally, don't really kick off. Uh, well, I'm saying don't really kick off, but there's events happening all over the towns from about 11am. But for me things really start to roll from about 1pm onwards. So 1pm on the Wednesday, again, pipe band of the day at the College of Piping. And on the Wednesday we have Boghall, Boghall and Bathgate. People, people's forward Boghall and Bathgate to give them their full title. Yeah, they're going to be at the College of Piping. 
Wow! <laughs> the bogies on stage. So, yeah, tickets again are a fiver at the College of Piping. That's going to be a concert not to miss. Wow. That, oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to so want to get to that. Now, after that, of course, you have the Macmillan Pipe Band from Virginia are going to be hitting George Square. Now, that's going to be worth catching, too. Now, throughout George Square, through all of Piping Live, running from 12 o'clock straight through to 5 o'clock that evening, there's non-stop music. There's non-stop bands rolling through, solo players. Ah, there's just far too much to mention, but that's possibly one I would want to catch, the Macmillan Pipe Band from Virginia. Also, the Pipe Band Club Sydney. Australia, the Pipe Band Club are going to be there from a quarter past four in the afternoon. That's going to be worth catching as well on the Wednesday if you're in George Square. Now also, one that kind of piqued my interest uh, was a lunchtime recital. And that's going to be by Jack Lee. And that's in the National Piping Centre at 1pm. So, yeah, Jack Lee. Come on, it's Jack Lee. And it's not often you get to see a chance to see Jack playing, you know, in a recital kind of setting. So that would be really interesting to watch. Plus then, rolling on into the evening. Yeah, we've had a great time listening to Pipe Band Club there from Australia, George Square. But time to get our evening meal. And then we're... <laughs> Straight round to the National Piping Centre again. It's like, yeah, you may as well take up residence. Yeah, this is going to be the Lowland and Border Pipers Society. Now, yeah, what do you hear this? This is not your regular event for Pipe and Live. They don't normally run this kind of a thing, but this is new. So this fantastic concert will showcase the lowland and borders piping traditions with performances from Harda Kamudjan and Mike Katz. Wow! Oh my word! So that's, yeah, Mike, of course, from the Battlefield Band. You're going to want to go and check this out. Wow, tickets are 15 quid. It's a little bit on the steep side, but what you're going to get for your money... Whoa, you're going to get an amazing performance. That's going to be one concert you're not going to want to miss. So you have your pipe band of the day on Wednesday being Bog Hall. You've got pipe band club in there from Australia. You have Jack Lee. You have Macmillan Puck pipe band. And now you have Mike Katz and Harder Kermudgeon. <laughs> this is just too much. And this is Wednesday. Right? And, oh, come on. And then, of course, if this isn't enough for you, then I haven't mentioned this yet, but, yeah, rolling on from 10pm each night is the Festival Club. This is held in the National Piping Centre. And on the Wednesday, it's kind of special at the Festival Club from 10pm. Yeah, they're launching an EP by Ross Miller and Charlie Stewart. Now, that's going to be worth checking out. For those of you who know who Ross Miller is, ah, oh, come on. Yeah, they're going to be launching as EP at the Festival Club. Now that's 10pm and that's going to be running through to the We Are's. I've been there at the Festival Club quite a few times and it's just such a great venue. And a very chilled out atmosphere. You know, there's a bar there, lots of tables with little candles and it's very dimly lit. And oh, it's just awesome. It's the best way to finish off a night or a day at the Pipe and Life Festival, I feel. Yeah, that's going to be one to catch. Well, Thursday... <laughs> the 10th of August so much happening I've just talked about Jim Kilpatrick there and his free master class I think also Drumming for Drinks is on the Thursday as well I could be wrong I'm not sure I haven't actually got confirmed details about Drumming for Drinks yet um, but Thursday seems to be when it's all happening so I don't know what you're going to do to catch all of this 
But here is my picks. <laughs> Starting at 12 noon at the National Piping Centre. I've spoke about it countless times before. The launch of the Argyle and Southern Highlanders book. It's finally happening. Now, yeah, you've had... Yeah, we've talked about this before. It's been announced on our Facebook page. And all the full details are up on the Argyle and Southern Highlanders Facebook page. All about the book, how it was launched, how it was going to be launched, and what amount of work went into putting this all together. Yeah, you're going to want to go and catch this launch. It's going to be something special. So that's at 12 noon at the Piping Centre. Now, there's two events that are running simultaneously. And it's going to be up to you guys to flick a coin, or flip a coin, whatever, and try and pick one. 2pm at the Street Cafe, the Red Hot Chili Pipers <laughs> are performing... Oh my word, so the Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to be performing there and then they're going to be following that with a meet and greet. So they're going to be mingling, taking photographs, all that kind of stuff. Kind of cool to hang out with the guys from the Chili Peppers. So that's the Street Cafe, 2pm, and again, it's free. Just turn up and catch the chilies. And also at 2pm, right across the other side of the town, at the, Na- <laughs> at the National Piping Centre, you have the lunchtime recital. Now this one's kind of special, it's why I picked it out. It's going to be, of course, by the record-holding eight-time Glenfiddich solo piping champion, Willie McCallum. There you go, in case you didn't guess. Uh, <laughs> lunchtime recital by Willie McCallum. That's going to be worth checking out. At the National Piping Centre there, tickets are £7.50. So, yeah, you do need to pay entry for that, but well worth going to visit uh, Wally McCallum and his lunchtime recital. Now, uh, let me see, 3.30pm, I have it circled here. That is when Bill Livingston launches his book. Yes, Preposterous Tales to Follow by Bill Livingston, 3.30 at the National Piping Centre. So if you're there for the Willie McCallum recital, hang along and you'll be there for the book launch. And that's happening at half three. Now, it's going to be hosted by Stuart Little. It's going to be... You're going to be... Oh, come on. There's a who's who of the piping world. It's going to be at this book launch as well as possibly performing some, you know, on the day. That event in itself is going to be worth catching. Uh, yeah, and who isn't going to want a copy of this book? I know it's kind of a shameless plug for them and everything, but they are kind of taking pre-orders at the minute. And if you haven't yet, get along to it and get yourself a pre-order. You can check it out, Bill Livingston, on Facebook. And he has all of his uh, you know website details up there where you can go and pre-order it. Because on the launch day itself, on the 10th of August... I dare say there's not going to be too many left sitting uh, because they're they're going to go pretty quick. So yeah, get a pre-order in and then whenever you attend the event, you'll definitely be guaranteed to get one in your hand. So after, <laughs> after you've finished that at the book launch for Bill Livingston, then you have the Pipe Idol Grand Final. Wow. That's of course 5pm at the Royal Concert Hall, the Pipe Idol Grand Final. They've moved it to a larger venue this year, I think. Uh, it used to be held in the Piping Centre, uh, but they've had to move it because of popularity. It's just proven to grow and grow and grow each year. So, there it is. Tickets are a tenner, and yeah, as I mentioned, all the heats through the week, this is it. This is how. This is what they're all competing for, and this is how we find out who's going to be Pipe Idol 2017. So well worth a visit, I think, for some of the young, amazing talent that's coming through our piping scene at the minute. Well worth a look. Then, if you're in the Royal Concert Hall, may as well hang around, because after the Pipe Idol final is Pipe Major Alistair Gillies Memorial Recital Challenge. 
Wow. Now this event has got bigger and bigger and better. And just when I thought it couldn't get any better, <laughs> it does. So yeah, it has four of the top pipers in the world performing medleys of their favourite tunes. Uh, it'll be free form. So that's what makes this all sorts of interesting because they have music license, musical license to do as they please. So this year's players include Stuart Little, Angus McCall, Finlay Johnson and Ian K. McDonald. <sighs> I need a little sit down after reading that. That is going to be all sorts of awesome. I can't... Oh, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, the Alistair Gillies Memorial Recital Challenge is going to be one event that's going to be really set off your Thursday night. So, awesome. I have to give a special shout as well. There's a bit of a trade show happening at the College of Piping. Now, this is happening on Thursday. It's kind of snuck into the radar. Uh, A lot of people haven't really heard about it, but it's one for us piping geeks. Uh, So come along and meet the reed makers. Now, here's the official press speak. Yeah, I have a piping trade show starting at half ten at the College of Piping. And, yeah... Meet your, meet your reed makers and pipe makers. Just about talk. So, yeah, you get to discuss your own needs. If you have a band that you want to get set up, you can talk to them all about you know, your needs and wants. And you have some of the top reed makers in the country, including, well, Wallace Bagpipes are going to be there. Chris Armstrong is going to be there, of course, with his extreme reeds. And, of course, the awesome G1. <laughs> G1's going to be there of course represented and yeah you get a chance to chat to these guys who manage these companies and hopefully be able to set either you or your band up yeah with your own custom made sets of balanced reeds or chanters or whatever it is that you need but it's an opportune time to go and chat to them so there you go that's a, a possibility for you now on the Friday yes we're getting there on the Friday it's qualifying day. You know, all the grade one bands are going to be juking it out looking for a place at the finals. So, unfortunately, Piping Live is still happening. There is still events around Glasgow City, all around the Glasgow... Yeah, all the venues I just talked about, the Piping Centre, the Street Cafe and George Square, all of that. But for me, and this is me being brutally honest, I'm going to be at the World Championships qualifying day. You know, and that's, yeah, that's just what it is. Qualifying day. Who's going to want to miss that, especially if there's an upset? Like, imagine, for instance, if one of our top flight bands doesn't qualify. Wow! You're going to want to be there for that. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but, (laughs) you know, qualifying day. Such a special day. That's, yeah, that's it. So, I'm yeah, we're going to be in Glasgow Green for qualifying day. That's going to be worth watching. Of course, that's going to be live streamed on BBC. So, you're going to want to catch that. Now, yeah, so what's happening in the Pipe and Life Festival? Is there anything at all worth checking out? Well, yeah, there is. 7.30 that night. So, once you've finished with your qualifying day and you've just found out who's made it to the Grade 1 Finals, you can go and kick up your heels and join the Peat Bog Fairies and Jose Manuel uh today yeah yeah there's another band playing along with the peat bog fairies <laughs> oh Rob. yeah i really can't pronounce names that's terrible yeah but there is another trio there's another band there jose manuel uh tajor 
performing in his trio. Wow, I butchered that. I'm so sorry, Jose. That's that's terrible. But yeah, that's well worth going to be checking out. That's going to be 7.30 at the Dry Gate. Tickets are 15 quid. Kind of steep. But come on, it's the Peat Bog Ferries. These guys really know how to put on a rock and show. Like, seriously. <laughs> These guys know how to really lift your heels, you know. So it's going to be an awesome gig. And that's going to be after the qualifying day on the Friday. So if you're feeling in celebratory moods, why not have a little few Ribenas and head down to that? There you go. So that's going to be, uh, where is it, the dry gate? Yep, at 7.30. Now, Saturday. Pipe and Lounge Festival is still running, believe it or not. Saturday is, of course, for us piping fans, it's the World Pipe Band Championship. Now, yeah, Pipe and Live are aware of this and... Yeah, the only yeah, I don't think they really run anything else on the Saturday. Yeah, everything is all centered around the World Pipe Band Championships that day, apart from the one event that's ran by Pipe and Live that night. And of course, doors open at 9 p.m. at the National Piping Centre. Now, this is going to be one to catch. I've been to a few of these now, and every year they never disappoint. This year, the Afterworlds Shindig Kelly at the National Piping Centre. 9pm, we have the Shimmy Grand Cayley Band, who uh, will have you Canadian barn dancing, apparently, strip the willowing, and much, much more uh, dancing, and that r- into the wee hours. Oh my words, that's going to be so much fun. And do you know something? Especially after the World Championships, where... You're on a high. You're on a complete buzz. Even from a spectator point of view. Maybe you're not celebrating a win or whatever. But you're still on such a buzz from just being there. It's such an amazing festival uh, of piping and drumming. What better way to finish your World's Weekend than by going to Cayley? So there it is. The Afterworld Shindig. It's at the National Piping Centre. And tickets are 12 quid. Definitely worth uh, going to that. I can't tell you enough. Get to that. Yeah. (laughs) Now, on the Sunday after the World Championships, we now know by now who's been crowned World Champion. Uh, We're all nursing possible hangovers. But, hey, yeah, there is things to be getting on with at the Piping Life Festival because this is when things begin to wrap up. Now, everyone knows everyone goes to the Park Bar. The Park Bar in Glasgow is an iconic, iconic, venue that everyone goes to for post world's pints the music is unbelievable the crack is even better (laughs) because you get to rub shoulders with some of the biggest names in piping and drumming and they're just there letting their hair down having a drink and having a great time wrapping up their world championships so after a full year's worth of work these guys get to relax and socialize And have a drink and enjoy some great music along with everyone else. And it's possibly my favourite time at the World Championships. Once everything has been done and the competitive thing is finished with. And the game faces are no longer on. And everyone can relax. The Park Bar in Glasgow. So that's a shameless plug for you. But yeah. If the Park Bar is too crowded for you. And it can get pretty cramped. You can be jammed in there like sardines. There is something happening at the National Piping Centre. Now this is going. This is new actually I think. Or maybe it's the first time I've been aware of it. But the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition is going to be happening. So this is to celebrate obviously Gordon Duncan's life and work. So three pipers from Scotland, Brittany and Ireland will perform. And duke it out over three sets of Scottish, Irish and Breton tunes. Now this 
it's going to be all sorts of awesome because I know the Irish piper is going to be there. It's going to be Bradley Parker, and I know he pipes for the field marshal. So, oh, best of luck, Bradley. I wish you well, pal. Of course, Bradley's been on the show quite a number of times now, performing for us. So, an amazing talent. Yeah, I really wish you luck there, Bradley. So, yeah, the Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition tickets are seven pound fifty. Awesome. You're going to want to check this out. Now, after that, if you're still in Glasgow, you're still in Scotland, and you're heading home for a few days, you have one last chance to see off the Pipe and Life Festival. The last event on the calendar is possibly one of the biggest. The Battlefield Band are throwing a concert. Yep, at the National Piping Centre, doors open at 7.30 and tickets are 15 quid. So... These guys, the Battlefield Band. I don't know anyone who doesn't know who the Battlefield Band are. Even people outside of the piping world know who the Battlefield Band is. So, that's definitely going to be one that I would love to catch. Now, right, that's it guys. I've talked enough about Piping Live. It's such a huge, huge festival. So, for those of you who are going, I hope my picks are kind of useful for you. And, you know, maybe have flagged up some events that you haven't been aware of. But uh, yeah, please do. You can download the whole rundown of the entire festival. And yeah, each day is so packed. Like I have missed out so much. Like there's a whole list of stuff here. Uh, But that's the thing. The trouble is is trying to prioritise which ones you want to hit. I suppose it depends on your own musical taste. You know, there's solo piping going on throughout the whole week. There's bands playing throughout the whole week. It's just... uh, I don't know, so much happening. And that's not to mention pipe bands practicing. Like, you know, as bands come over and they arrive at their hotel, they practice in the gardens or, you know, they even practice indoors or wherever. A load of bands head down to Glasgow Green itself because it is still open to the public until they finally lock it down on the Friday. Uh, So, yeah, bands go down to Glasgow Green and just rehearse. So you could be walking around Glasgow Green and suddenly, oh, there's Vale of Al. Oh, look, look. There's Inverary over there. Who's that there? Wow, Police Scotland Fife, no way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you just stand in the middle of Glasgow Green, surrounded with music, and it's a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> it's the most random thing, but it's the most awesome thing too. So, hey, there we have it. That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Hope you enjoyed this topic of the week. It's a little bit long and a bit rambly, but... It was my picks for the Pipe and Live Festival. And, yeah, if you guys have any particular picks as well for the festival that I maybe missed out, uh, please do email me in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And also, running into our predictions uh, podcast, I will give you a heads up. After next week's podcast, I want to know your predictions for all the grades if possible. Email them in to me. Who do you think are going to be the winners of this year's World Pipe Band Championships Email them to me, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, on last week's podcast, we announced a special podcast-exclusive giveaway. Yes, we're giving away a drone flow system from TrapDry. Now, a lot of people asked a bunch of questions saying, Ah, how do I enter this? What you have to do is give us a rating and a review on iTunes, and that'll be counted as an entry. And also, to share out and tag people in the link for that particular podcast so on this one as it's released (laughs) it'll be posted on our facebook page so if you tag your name on the bottom of it that can be included as an entry as well so there you go 
We are looking for your reviews and all of that sort of stuff over on iTunes. Each one of those is counted as an entry. And yeah, all the way up to the end of August. And your name could go in the hat to win a drone flow system. Which is a moisture control system for your drones. Used by professional pipers around the world. There you go. So that's a podcast exclusive giveaway. Just for you guys. Not for anyone else. Uh, Not for the live show. Nothing like that. So just for you guys. So... If you liked what you heard, email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Love to hear from you, especially coming into the World Championships that are just around the corner. I want to know your predictions. Alright guys, that's it for another podcast. I'll catch you right here again next week. Best of luck everyone at the Scottish. Have a good one. Yes! Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1, and until next time, we'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.